0: energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. Let us bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you for another opportunity to be here in your presence on a Sunday morning. Thank you that Lord, you have called us into your presence and by grace we heard it and we answered yes. Here we are. This morning, Lord, speak to each of us individually and bless us on our journey. We honor we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, and all the saints say, Amen. God bless you. you. May be seated. Ask your neighbor, are you called? Ask your neighbor, are you called? What did your neighbor say? Who said yes? Raise your hand if you say yes. You are called asking what are you doing with your calling what are you doing with your calling hallelujah hallelujah the book says from Matthew 22 many are called that's the title of the book it's a scripture many are called 22 14 but few are chosen the, the few the few being chosen is a result. Of something that affects the many who are called are you here did it make sense many truly are called that is what the Bible says and therefore it is correct that many are called but then the verse continues Matthew 22 verse 14 then the verse continues and says but few are chosen you know it continues to uh, elaborate on the many who are called, explaining that few are chosen. You know, and then you wonder why do I call many and then choose a few? That is the general people might the first understanding of the scripture is I will call lots of people into my house, then I say you, 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 and the rest why I called, I didn't mind them. That's how it appears, and that's not how it is because this morning as I came here. I brought many books. I called many books into the, office, the service, but only a few have been chosen to be bought. Mm. That's why many of the books are still here. And so in the same vein, many people are called, but few step out into the call. Very few actually execute the call of God on their lives. I'm preaching this morning. I don't know why you're quiet. I'm talking to you, Isaac, among other people. Many are called, many are truly called. There are a lot of people that God has called out of the world to, to serve him. I mean, we, we preached last week about the meaning of the what it means to be called, or oh, wasn't it last week? It was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. You were not here on Tuesday. Don't miss Tuesday. Tuesday to we add, we continue with the book. Tuesday we explained what it means to be called continuing this Tuesday also but you see the way of salvation is so vast that just calling one or two people to do it is clearly insufficient that is why in any sport, in any game that is any team game that is played when they call one team Kotoko and they bring 11 players. When they call the opposing team hearts, they also bring 11 players. They never start by calling 11 here and then 9 here. They don't start by like that or, or it's not the case. Are you here this morning? They don't start by calling 11 on one side and then 9 on the other side. But in the case of salvation, the whole world has been called. 7 billion have been called on the side of the world the unsaved world and then those who have come to fight and balance it are just a handful so god would not call just a few people to save a big world no a lot of people are not saved He will not call just a few people to save the lot and so when he saw that many are not saved so he called many so they can fight and save the many who are not saved It's a good reason. What would you do if you were God? Ask him. What would you do if you were God? Ask him. You, you are God for ten minutes. Save the world. Tap your neighbor on the shoulder. You are God for ten minutes. You have to save seven billion people. Maybe now eight billion. Tap your neighbor. What will you do? Hey, I didn't see. Tap your neighbor. Tap your neighbor on the shoulder. Tap Him, What will you do? You are God for the next ten minutes. Now rise up and save the world. 7 billion people. Africa too is very poor. Ghana has doomsday too. How will you save the world? By calling only a few people? No. Not at all. You would call a lot of people to help you do the big work of saving the world. And so God is not less wise than you. He's actually more wise. And so he has called a lot of people. I didn't hear an amen. A lot of people have been called to save the world but unfortunately very few ask Neighbor, last week Monday to Friday how many people did you witness to tap your neighbor last week hey tap your neighbor last week Monday to Friday how many people did you witness to about salvation say that number And how many human beings did you see or talk to Last week, about 70 or 100 people you talked to, and then only zero or one that you witnessed to. True or correct? Both. It's true. Amen. It is true. Many of us did virtually nothing towards salvation. Last week, look at your neighbor say they're talking to you. Look at you neighbor. Today you are hot, but today you should have stayed in bed today. Today is a mistake shouldn't have come to church because they are on your case. Tell your neighbor today we are on your case. You should have stayed in bed. This is the morning. You should have stayed in bed at no lights and no water and no iron. I couldn't come. Then you escape this preaching. Yes, because a lot of us, a lot of us are doing virtually nothing or very, very little helping towards the salvation and the saving of, if I say the world is vague, your friends and your colleagues and your classmates and your relatives. You are doing very little or nothing towards the salvation, the redemption, the, the giving of eternal life to your friends, your colleagues in the workplace, your classmates in the class, and even your relatives who you say you love amen and the reason the reason why so few people do not contribute towards their work is that they think that it's not their work they think that is not their work I remember one day I was in town in Accra and there was some very wild traffic caused by two foolish men who had met on the road and one must just back up a little for the rest to pass he say no you back you back so they stood there arguing and quarreling back and forth you back you back and while they were arguing all the rest of the cars were queuing and queuing do you know Accra near the former fire service that old area Hey, it was becoming wilder and wilder and as well they were arguing and talking do you know what i saw i saw a policeman walking and passing they were quarrelling on the traffic and they were quarrelling, and was passing and going and my father was driving at that time and he called the policeman officer go and sort the thing out you know what he said it's not my job it's not my job i'm a security man then he went away my father was so angry in the car. He said that you are you are a foolish, I mean, I mean, he told me not the policeman. You are a foolish man. Because you have the power, a man in uniform, a policeman also in uniform, you can go to two taxi drivers, hey, you, back, finish. It's not all it takes. Just a policeman, and see the man there, the, 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 the taxi driver, doesn't know if you are MTT, you... Or you are security man or you are a watchman or he doesn't know. All he can see is the man in blue uniform with Ghana police is enough. But the man walked past. says, It's not my job. And he went away. You're laughing at him. We should laugh at you too. Because you're also a Christian, a believer, and you see a lot of people are going to hell and you are walking past them. When they ask you, shall they do something? It's not my job. They are pastors. <laughs> they are bishops. They are. Uh, Pastor Reggie, stand up. They are pastors. Yeah, it's his job. Mm-hmm. And there are some serious Christians. Uh, like who? Stand up. Serious Christians. Mm-hmm. It's their job. As for me. It's not my job. Tap your neighbor's head. It's in correct. Thank you very much. You are a policeman walking past him. It's not my job it's not my job why because nobody has told him to do traffic duty he's probably a policeman at the bank or something and that's his mind that I am doing this and many of us do we are believers but when we say we are called to Jesus said in Matthew chapter 9 pray Lord of the harvest to send forth laborers their harvest is plenteous. The harvest is plenteous. There are very few families where all the siblings are born again. Very few. Amen. There are very few people who can say clearly me and all my brothers and sisters are born again. Ask anybody, are you one of them? Are you one of them who can say clearly me? My brother, my big brother, my biggest brother, my little sister, me and all my siblings are born again. Plus my father and my mother and my children. Very few can say it. And these are the ones who are your most, it's called immediate family. There are lots of people. You have best friends, very good friends who are not born again. I think you are also in that one. Tap your neighbor. I think you are also in. Please tap your neighbor. I'm talking to you. Today you're helping me preach. Tap eh, Nancy, somebody tap somebody, tap Nancy, not tap somebody. I think that you are the one they are talking to. That you have a very good friend who is not born again. And you are just walking and you are chatting and you are flowing by him. And there are a lot of us who have classmates. Hey, classmates who are on the highway to hell, straight they shouldn't die, that's all If they died, they're going to hell and you are sitting with them side by side in their class and you are just chatting with them because you think that it's not my job and you walk past them every day and you tell the guy you go to church and be saved it's not my job and you tell your brother and your sister go to church as I'm going to church and be saved it's not my job tell somebody it's your job I don't know you didn't say it well tell them it's your job you are actually called called to be a savior of many people amen you are actually called to be the one to make a difference in many lives, but you see that this is where um, there's there's a bit of misunderstanding, because I mean you see, many will say that I'm born again, I'm in church, but actually nobody has called me to be a, a worker in the church. I mean actually. I'm in church I, I come to church but nobody has really called me and I never had an occasion where this morning I came I called Selassie I said go and lead prayer I called her by name go and lead prayer then then earlier on we called Edestina go and lead worship and we and we have called the instrumentalist Samuel and all the other guys Bernard, we have called them go and stand there and lead and you are a hair. Hey, you see they were called ask for me nobody has called me that I should go and do anything and that's why I'm sitting down here nobody has called me because some were called they were called I saw them standing at the back I saw Bishop talking to them and then he called them and they went and did their work me nobody called me if you had called me like I'll do it yeah that's the thinking if you had called me to and lead prayer Isaac you, you are thinking if you had called me Isaac and lead prayer oh of course i'll go or you won't go of course i'll go if you had called me please come and go and stand there and lead the prayer of course i'll do it but you didn't call me so i just sat down nobody called you by name to get up and go and lead praise and worship or when nobody called you you didn't hear your name. your name nobody called your name to go and stand there and lead worship and so you just sat down in your chair I said ah, nobody has called me to do my service. So I'm also here in church. I came some. Amen. Oh I said, Amen. Amen, that is where you are wrong. because in chapter three, look at chapter three. chapter three is an example of how many people were called. Many many people have been called to come and work for God. As i am working for god as these guys are working for god many 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 people have been called to work for god in many different ways it is not simply by calling your name that i've called you no it's not by simply shouting your name and saying "gifty," then uh-huh, aha yeah, i'm calling no no it's not by shouting at all like that there are many different ways by which people have been called. And that is why, listen, tell somebody you've got to get the book because we cannot finish it today. And there are about 18 or 20 something examples of how people are called. And I'm sure you are in the book. Amen. I am sure you are in the book. And so you need to find the book and read it and then identify that, yes, I am called. Then I can rise up and fulfill my calling. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. How different people were called and how your calling is one. Add that one right in the book. And my calling is one of them. Write it under the head in chapter 3. How many, how different people were called and my calling is one of them. Because truly your calling is one of the how many are they 18 I said well, 18 your calling is one of the 18 and so be sure you find your calling and circle it and say aha uh-huh, this is how God has called me but I didn't know but now you know amen oh, I said amen. amen number one page 11 how different people were called and how somebody here this morning has been called. Number one, the divine call of Paul through quiet conviction. Number one, the first—not the most important—is just the first that Bishop chose to use as the example. But how Paul was called through quiet conviction. First Corinthians chapter nine and verse sixteen. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 16 and Paul says for though I preach the gospel I have nothing to glory of it means that I have nothing to boast about if I preach the gospel I have nothing to boast about why for necessity is laid upon me yea what is unto me if I preach not the gospel amen. Amen. amen amen the first call that that people are called with is the calling that there is a pressure there is a conviction on you amen, amen. there is something that is laid on your spirits there is something on you amen listen how many of us who are here have ever gone to a certain place i don't know maybe a meeting or or, or something and then they began to describe somebody or they were talking about somebody as they were talking about the person Then you knew oh this is the this person, the one they are talking about. How many have been there before? You have been there before? Yeah, you were there. They didn't call anybody's name about a certain footballer who has built a house, three million cities. They say, ah, I know who have I called any name? Hey, have I called any name? No. But as I'm talking, then he's he's just moved club to a different country, somewhere he begins to see. Like Korea, no Korea is gay. Like Cameroon. Have I called any names? But you know who I'm talking about? Yes. Because it becomes clear as we discuss the person, as we talk, it becomes clear who it is. Sometimes are you here this morning? Are you here this morning? Sometimes nobody has called your name, but it should become clear that you are the one being affected. You are the one being referred to. Sometimes it becomes, you should know. It should be a conviction. A conviction is something nobody has said, but you know. That's a conviction. Tell somebody, nobody has said anything, but you know. One day, we're in secondary school, and, um, Some colleagues they went to the dining hall for breakfast we have two periods first Then we have breakfast then we have more periods after breakfast one of my classmates he went to the dining hall he got there a bit late so he didn't eat his breakfast and then he took his bread and brought it to the classroom then he put it in his desk then he went away when he came it was gone it was gone it was a major problem in their class because he was also a very strong boy. So he came to their classroom said, Hey, my bread is gone. Who took it? As he said, who took it? The whole class was quiet because it was a very strong boy. Who took my bread? The whole class was quiet. And as he sat there, one boy began to laugh. He went and held him by the neck. You! You took my bread. Do you know why he said you? Because only he reacted. Everybody was like, hey Charlie, which, who went and take your bread? You are a very strong boy in the class. Who went and take your bread? I will not do such a thing. We all sat there quietly. <laughs> this one is trouble. But the one who took it, he knows himself. But I took it and I ate it. And as he saw the anger of the boy, he began to laugh. Hey! Tell somebody sometimes you know in your heart you are the one who God is calling. You know. You know in your heart you are the one who has brothers and sisters who are not born again. Tell, tell I say you know in your heart. You know. You know in your heart you have brothers and sisters and they are not born again. Tell them that you know in your heart that your colleagues in the workplace they are not born again. You know. Tell, hey, tell me, neighbor. I say, tell them you know. You know, nobody has called them, the bishop didn't call your name. But you know, as you are sitting here, that your colleagues in the shop, in the office, they are not born again. And you are always laughing with them. When you say I say how? Then you are chatting and laughing with them. But you know that as I'm saying, somebody is here. And these people are not born again. You are the one. I'm preaching this morning. Yeah. You know your classmates are not born again. You know. Yeah. And your area guys, they are not born again. You know, nobody has to say it. That is the reality that it is me. Nobody says it. It's the conviction. It's a knowing in your heart. I am the one they are referring to. That's all. I am the one they are referring to. It's a conviction. Paul said that, you see, are you here this morning? Hey, are you here this morning? Yes. Paul said that necessity. That means it's a compulsion is laid upon me it is it's something is pressing I mean it's like I know this is it has to be done if you are born again are you here this morning if you are born again then you know the reality of heaven and hell if you are here this morning then you must know that there is actually a place called heaven where it is very good and nice and there's another place called hell where you must not go because it's not a good place and if you know that then you must not allow anybody you know to go there you must not allow anybody who you say you love to go there and so there must be some compulsion on you that I must help some people not to go there amen it is clear that you are the one I'm talking to to you that's the first calling that there is a conviction in your hearts amen the second one the divine call of Abraham through the word of the Lord the divine call of Abraham through the word of the Lord Genesis 12 Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country. God spoke to him. Genesis 12. God spoke to him. Amen. How many are here? God has spoken to you before. Raise your hand. God has spoken to you before. Let me see you here. Raise your hand. Hey, no, hey, ask anybody, what are you doing here? (laughs) What are you doing born again? Jesus came to seek and save the lost. Ask anybody, what are you doing here if God hasn't spoken to you? Hey, you are an imposter. You are a suicide bomber. Take your brother's waist and see the kinds of bombs under your belt. Because you're not one of us. Ask anybody, has God never spoken to you? Oh, you see, ah, I see, I see. You didn't recognize when God spoke to you, uh huh. Until now, you are sitting down here. You say nobody has called me. Ah, that's already now. Now I see. That's already I see, I see. I and only two people, Pastor Boy and Pastor Reggie, say God has spoken to them. The rest of you, when God was calling you. You didn't understand. Tell somebody, I see. Uh, ask me, what do you see? Tell them you are in the Bible. Uh, wait, let me show you. Which one are you? Number eight. No, not number eight. But number eight is uh, similar. Number eight. When God called Samuel. When God called Samuel. Samuel didn't know that it was God talking to him. Amen. Yeah. When when uh, uh, first Samuel chapter 3 I believe. When God called Samuel. God called Samuel. Hey, chapter 3 verse 1. Listen, are you here? God himself he called Samuel. No mistake about the name he said. There was no ambiguity about was it Samuel or was it Cephas or was it uh, 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 Simon. There was no confusion at all about it. God called Samuel clearly. Amen. Do you know what happened? Samuel got up and then he ran to Eli and said, Eli, you called me. And for many, the story ends there. For many people, the story ends as someone running to Eli and saying, Eli, you called me. Eli said, I didn't call you. Then, okay, then he went away. God is calling you. But then you come to church. And he said, eh, the pastor wants me to go and work. Today they preach a message that I should, the pastor is calling me to go and help him. Isaac said, the eh, bishop is calling me to go and lead prayer. and said, I'm calling his name. The, the, they say the bishop is calling my name Tell somebody hey I didn't call your name oh God is calling you in your heart and you are using my voice as an excuse that I'm calling you no I didn't call you God has called you that's why you know in your, even those I didn't call their names they are quiet they are quiet they are praying that oh God may not know my name I don't have to know your name God knows your name I don't have to know your name God knows your name and so sometimes as you are preaching in the service they said and the man of God is calling my name he has said, "Tell somebody God is talking it is actually God talking to you amen tell somebody it is actually God talking to you hey listen God is not silent at all God is a God who is very active and that is why there's a very important book you must buy here the art of hearing a very important book. You must go and check in the bookshop. A certain book, the art of hearing, hearing the voice of God. Because if you cannot hear the voice of God, tell somebody you are doomed, you are doomed. Hey, tell them you are doomed. You are dead. You are finished. Shake your neighbor, tell them your case is very, very bad. If you cannot hear God at this time in your life, and you are a Christian and you are in the world. And you are walking around your case is too bad at all Amen. amen do you know why it is so very bad because in this world you cannot see far you have no idea what will happen this afternoon how much more tomorrow and then next year you have Tell somebody, you have no idea when you are going to die. Tap your neighbor. Tell them, you have no... Tap your neighbor. You have no idea. Something as important as your death. Tell him. Tap him on the shoulder. Something as important as your death. You don't know when you are going to die. What a useless man you are. Tap him. Tap your neighbor on the shoulder. Ah! Something as important as the day you will die. When you pack out of this world and leave your wife and your children and your occupied house, you don't know when you are going to die. Tap your neighbor. Say, listen, brother, there's an emergency in the house. Emergency is fire is burning on the mountain. You don't know when you are going to die. And you are still walking around like that. Hey, what a very serious case. There must be a strong effort on your part to hear from God. I didn't hear, amen. Amen. There must be a strong effort or a desire on your part to hear from God. Because God is the only one who knows the beginning and the end. Last week, I was with my son. We were watching a film. And he said that, oh, it's a good film. I said, great, it's a good film. Tell me the story. Because you have watched it. I said, me, I don't watch film I have no idea about no my life is too short to watch film i have no idea i said no 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 tell me the story and as they're watching i tell me so what happens next he says that ah but that's that's the excitement i said listen i didn't come for excitement i came to watch the film that's all i don't want to be any or i have enough tension in my life not in films i have human being tension in my life somebody can come in this morning and said, that I have a problem. As I'm coming to preach, I'm getting a call just now. Charlie, I have a problem. What should I do? I should add semi-tension where they are being paid. Oh, no, not at all. I don't want that connotation. And so I told him, listen, you have watched the film. Tell me. This man, will he live or die? Tell me that I know that I can prepare my heart.' Then he tells everything. Oh, this guy, don't mind him. This guy, who will die. This guy, he'll do okay. This guy is a bad guy. This is a traitor. He's telling me everything. So when I watch that film, I have no... God is the one who knows your life, the beginning to the end. He has seen what is going to happen in the future. Tell somebody, at least you must talk to God. You must hear what he has to say. And he may not tell you everything, but he will guide you. At least bit by bit. He will tell you, don't go here. At least today, stay home. He will guide you. Listen, do this. Don't do this. He will guide you. Amen. That same voice will also call you and send you to some people. How many of us have ever been there and you saw somebody and you felt like talking to that person about salvation, but you didn't go? Let me see your hand. You saw somebody. Raise your hand. Raise your hand clearly. You Raise your... Not, not, not like this. Not like this. You are guilty as charged. So when you go to court, and you, you confess quickly. Only two years sentence. That's all. They don't give you a long sentence. You felt in your heart to go... Listen. That is the voice of God. Why should you feel something in your heart when it's not your nature? Why should you feel in your heart that is not your nature it's the voice of God because it is God who it concerns people's future God is the one who's affected by where people are going heaven or hell you you don't really care about people's future do you care We don't really care we we don't really care where people are going to spend their eternity it is God who cares God cares very very much that's why he sent his son. But we we don't care. So when God now sees something, and then He will whisper into your ear something. At that, go and talk to that person. It often comes like a thought, or, an, or, an, or like an idea. Or let's share the gospel. But oftentimes we don't do it because we don't recognize that it is God actually talking to us. We just feel that oh, it's a passing thought is an idea but we don't pursue it in the same way god has called many of us in the same way god has called many of us but you say oh it's a passing thoughts even this morning this morning i said this morning as i'm preaching there are some people here who are being convicted in their hearts right now i mean at this time 10 to 9 on sunday morning what's today's date 12 12 july somebody is here as i'm preaching and you are feeling "Mm, it's true i should do something for god somebody is here right now as i'm preaching and you are saying "Mm, it's true i should do something for god the man is saying something tell him it's not the man talking It's god talking to you it's not the man talking it's not the man. The man is saying something. Ask him who is the man. Who is the man? The man is saying something. It's not the man saying to, It is God talking to you in your heart. Is He sending a conviction into your heart? I'm preaching this morning. I'm preaching very, very well. I'm trying to reach somebody. Somebody saying "I'm touching your heart." You know you are the one. But you're like our classmates. You all keep your face straight because nobody knows your heart. You know I'm talking to you this morning. Amen. God is speaking to someone this morning that you should do more. You can do more. Ask neighbor, uh, let me see your face. Are you the one? Check your neighbor's face. Check your neighbor's face. Are you the one that God is talking to this morning? I can see your heart from your face. Yeah. When you are disturbed in your heart, they begin to smile. They try to make their face straight. Yeah, yeah. When you are hiding something, then you are looking normal. You are trying to look normal. Then you are looking funny, trying to look normal. Rather, you become funny. You are the one that God is pressing your heart, pressing, pressing, pressing your heart. I'm talking to you this morning. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you this morning. I've spoken to you. Ah, you didn't know that it was me. It was me, God, talking to you this morning i have come clearly. I'm saying it. I'm talking to you. Give to you, talking to your your heart. Ask if I let me see your face again. Check your face, neighbor's face. face. Is your face like my face? Then we are all called. We are all called. Amen. Are you here this morning? Many are called. My conviction is that many of us, almost all of us who are here, you are called to be more than an ordinary church member. That's my firm conviction. That is my conviction. That many of us who are here this particular Sunday morning, once again, help me and push your neighbour. Say today you should have stayed home. Today you should have stayed in bed. You shouldn't have come to church today, because you have exposed yourself that God has called you. You have ex. Oh, Isaac, you are alone. Find somebody and push. That you have exposed yourself, that God has called you. You should have stayed in bed and take the cloth and your head and say it's cold and sleep because when you came here this morning God said aha I've gotten you now I'm saying I'm speaking to your hearts today is clear uh, is it not clear is it not clear that I'm the I'm not the one saying you are hearing something that you are the one who is called it's clear a conviction that has been brought about by the voice of God is working in somebody's heart this morning that's what you are called. Amen. You are called. You are called. You are called. You are called to work for God. You are called to be an ambassador. You are called to be a messenger. You are called to go and be an evangelist. A witness. Even in the small circle where you work. Some of you are called to become pastors. Hey. Your neighbor again. Your neighbor again. That one that's not is not me, it's you. That one, that one is you. This one, I, yeah, I can see from your face that your face has changed. When they said pastor, their face changed. I see that God God has kicked you in the back, in the, in the, in the spirit. A ghost has kicked you. A pastor on your face changed. Why did your face change? Ask him, why did your face change when he said pastor? Why your, who, who, has, who is worried? When they say uh, old bones, the old women are worried. You are like that. they say pastor now you have become you have changed now you are becoming stiff in the service you are raising them that today father you should have stayed in bed god is talking to you god is talking to you that you are called you are among the called today listen if somebody as good and as great as god has called you you should not reject it you should not pretend as if you didn't hear anything. You should not ignore it. If somebody as powerful and as mighty as God has called you, you are very unfair to say that, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. No, 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 no. It's very unfortunate that you have ignored. If if I send you and you don't go, not a problem I don't pay you I have no power over you You you're a big man you have children I I, I don't you can easily say oh I won't go it's not a problem because I have no power. but if God Almighty God has called you it is very unfair very unfair unfortunate to ignore it Amen. amen this morning I don't know I just feel that listen somebody must admit that God is calling me somebody this morning I don't know I mean We are in church. It's a Sunday. We just came to church to do a normal service and go home again. That's why we came. Our normal Sunday duty. But this morning, I think that God is touching somebody's heart, that you are actually a called person. And he has called you by a clear voice this morning, which is stirring a conviction in your heart that you are actually called. I want us to do something. Let us pray. Pray for yourself just for five minutes. Just bow your head and pray and listen. If you feel that God has called you, just stand to your feet. If you feel that, maybe this is your chance to, to admit and accept a certain call of God on your life. If you feel, as I'm talking this morning, that God has stirred your hearts, just stand to your feet. Just stand to your feet. I don't know. I'm not saying become a pastor. O. I'm not saying come full time. I'm just saying, as I'm speaking, you just feel, thank you, my brother, you just feel something in your heart that God has called me. So maybe you just go and pastor your area boys. Maybe just your children or your classmates. Maybe your assignment is that your brother and your sister should not perish. That is your assignment. Maybe you are called to save three people who are somewhere in your life. As I'm speaking just now, you feel a conviction in your heart that God has called me. Whoever you are, just stand your feet. I want to pray for you that that calling will not waste. I shall come to pass. In the name of jesus i'm just waiting i believe that many are called this thank you my sister many are called this one i believe it i believe it many are called this one just just pray stand to your feet don't be shy don't be afraid don't worry that hey am i going to lose my job am i going to become a pastor am i going to become a fanatic at all you are going to be a man who will recognize what is the truth that god has called you anywhere you thank you my brother i see my sister thank you anybody else just thank you thank you don't call don't don't mind anybody It's between you and god if you if this morning you had god in your hearts this morning what did bible say today if you hear his voice harden not your hearts hebrew chapter 3 don't don't let it at all be a problem that you are struggling with god over the thing that god has called me god didn't call me god no i I didn't hear i had no it's not true it's true no listen i'm not going to call you anywhere I'm not going to call you to the front I'm not going to lay hands on you I'm not going to do anything at all of that nature it is for you to recognize and accept that God has called you to send you you into some small work that he has called for you to do you are here this morning wherever you are I'm waiting for you just stand up to your feet just stand to your feet God has called you you know it you feel it in your heart just, just stand to your feet I want to pray for you that that calling Shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. In the name, of... thank you, my brother. I feel there are many, 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 many more. I feel there are many who are sitting down. They are questioning: Should I stand up? What does it mean if I stand up? What, what, what will it take me? What's the implication? You are thinking. You are thinking. Some of you are saying, "No, it's not true. No, I, I can't stand up." This morning, listen. Accept it is. It is a step. It is a step for you to acknowledge that God has just called you by himself wherever you are just stand up I'm waiting for you just stand up thank you I'm waiting for you I'm waiting I can see some people I'm looking at you because I know God has called you I know God has called you I have seen it in your life but you are sitting down wherever you are just rise up and stand to your feet just stand and say Lord I hear your call I hear your call this morning and between me and you God I will do my best between me and you God that's all I need I will do my best I want to pray for you in a few minutes In a few minutes, I want to pray for you right now. I'm giving somebody one last chance. I am giving somebody one last chance. I there is somebody here. You are thinking in your head, what if, what if you are thinking that is your problem. What if? What does it mean? It means that you are serving God and you have heard God speak to you, and you will hear more of God's voice in the name of Jesus. This morning, I want us to pray. Those of us who are standing, lay your hands on your hearts or on your head those who are standing I want to pray for you thank you Sanasi. anybody else standing anybody else one last chance one last chance I want us to lay our hands on our hearts and this morning you yourself pray a quiet prayer of, of commitment that Lord I hear I hear you talking to me I hear I hear you Lord it's not the man it's you I hear and I accept that it is true you are calling me it is true it is correct that you are calling me this morning wherever you are with your hand on your chest just talk to God and say father this morning I determined that as best as I can I promise to obey your voice as best as I can day by day bit by bit. wherever you send me whatever you do as best as I can understand I can hear I will do it this morning I accept that I'm called i accept a calling of god on my life in the name of jesus father i pray for everyone standing here this morning those who have been able to identify your voice calling them out of the the, the, the many many voices in the world lord thank you that it becomes clearer and clearer to us that you have a plan and a purpose for us i pray this morning oh god that we shall go forward in strength in, in, in deep commitment and obedience Because it is you who has called us. And he whom you call, you'll equip. Bless us. And send us forth. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together. Listen. Those who stood up. Those who stood up. And some who didn't stand up. It is an acknowledgement that God has called you that's all and he will use you in some way maybe you are here this morning and when we say salvation and born again and going to heaven you don't understand it or you are not sure maybe you are here this morning your case is different you are not sure whether you are born again you are not sure whether you are going to heaven I want to pray for you because that is the the first call you hear for God is the call that brings you to church let us bow our heads this morning bow our heads close our eyes you are here and you are not sure you are born again but you want to be born again do me a favor just lift your right hand right now you are not sure thank you thank you I see one hand anybody else you are here and you are not sure that you are born again but you want to be born again just lift your right hand and say pastor please pray for me I want to give my heart to Jesus I want to be sure that I belong to him anybody else anybody else father thank you so very much for eternal life that only you can give It's a gift of salvation that you gave your son he should die in our place and that we are set free from the world father as we go forth from here today empower us encourage us to continue strong in your ways and let great great blessings come upon us bless and keep us all in Jesus name Amen We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International True Vine Cathedral, located at Bantama, behind the confident eating place. This and every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.